Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, and welcome to the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman. The words that I began this podcast with, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, come directly from 2 Peter. These were words written by the Apostle Peter. Oh, does he have a treasure for us today. We're talking about the living hope of Jesus the Messiah. And thanks for joining me, everyone. I'm Brian Sussman. Let's dive right into our scripture today in this devotion. But first, let's prepare our hearts. Lord, please, despite our circumstances, despite all that's going on around us, despite our personal challenges, problems, please, Lord, just come. May your peace be upon us. May we just focus for a few minutes on your word and in the process be reminded just how much you love us. Amen. Here is 1 Peter chapter 1. It's a beautiful, beautiful passage. 1 Peter chapter 1. And this is verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept for you in heaven, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed, ready to be revealed in the last time. This is a powerful passage. And again, I just so appreciate the scriptures for being so real and honest and gritty. We know that Peter was a rough and tumble fisherman. That's a a man's man type of job. But when he was selected by Jesus, he said, "I'm, I'm in. Jesus said, come follow me. I'm in. He left everything. But we see his personality throughout the course of the scriptures, particularly in the Gospels. And he would tell you just what he's thinking. And he made a lot of ridiculous statements, statements that perhaps any of us would have made. But then at the end of the day, he repents and he sees the Lord. Not only sees the Lord crucified, but sees the Lord resurrected. And in that very first sermon that he preached in the second book of Acts, what was he talking about? He was talking about the resurrection. And here we have it again. Verse 3, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again, born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The resurrection is everything. Without the resurrection, we're hosed. Without the resurrection, our faith is ridiculous. There's no faith at all. We're just like any other religion out there. But we have a living hope. There are so many people today who who hope for all sorts of things, and I, I, I've done this before. 
I've hoped that I was able to get the job. I've hoped that I could buy the car. I've hoped that I could do this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, what motivates us? It's not that kind of random chance, lucky charm type hope. It's, it's a living hope. We've been born again. Our hope is based on the resurrection of Jesus Christ who was born again, so to speak. He rose from the grave. He ascended into heaven. And we're going to do the same thing. Back in the day, we used to say something during the Jesus movement, and I was saved during the latter part of the Jesus movement. There was a a common expression. It's found in Scripture. It's Greek, Maranatha, Lord, come. Come, O Lord. You don't hear that much amongst Christians any longer, but let's bring it back. Oh, come, O Lord, we need you. So this is what we're talking about in today's daily devotion. It's our living hope. We have been given a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, Peter states that we have a new birth that provides our living hope, affirming that salvation is a gift from God. Bible commentators often call Peter the apostle of hope, and here he is talking about the living hope. He links our new birth, our salvation, with the idea of a living hope. The hope that Peter speaks of is not just wishful thinking, it's not the lucky charm, it's not the rabbit's foot, it's nothing like that. he's talking about is that Greek term for hope, which means an eager, confident expectation. We live with great expectation as believers. What is that expectation? We have a Savior who is resurrected from the dead, who ascended into heaven, and that is our hope as well. Now, Peter, by the way, is writing this letter to Christians who were suffering persecution. So his words were meant to encourage them in their troubles. I don't know if you've ever met someone who was persecuted for their faith to the point where they were put in prison, but I had the opportunity once to meet with three guys. Uh, I was in my 30s at the time, so were they. They had come to the United States of America. It was just after the wall fell in the Soviet Union. They were pastors. Between the three of these guys who were in their 30s, they had spent over 30 years in prison for their faith. It was an amazing experience to be with these guys because they knew what the living hope was all about. I really just had a, a, I had no clue, but they knew what a living hope was. And that's why you can read passages that tell us a living hope is all about being able to encounter sufferings and trials in this present life. Just as we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18, therefore we do not give up. Even though our outer person is being destroyed, this is Paul writing, even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day. For our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. So 
We do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary. What is unseen is eternal. So maybe this is speaking to you right now. You have trouble in this life, problems. Maybe it's a diagnosis from a medical situation and it's just taking the wind out of you. Uh, maybe it's a financial crisis that you weren't anticipating. No fault of your own, it just happened. Maybe it's one of your children going south, going off the deep end. Maybe it's a friend who was once a, a trusted brother or sister, but now they've, they've gotten caught up in this progressive Christianity and they're buying into all sorts of other credos. Friends, this is momentary light affliction. It does not compare to the eternal weight of glory yet to come. We can't focus on what is seen. We instead have to focus on what is unseen. And therefore we pray, thank you, Lord, for safe. Recount the blessings of the Lord. What did David say in the book of Psalms? Recount the blessings of the Lord. Sometimes when I'm weighed down by the troubles of this life, I just have to stop and go back. I go back to the very beginning before I even knew him. And I thank the Lord for protecting me. I thank the Lord for interceding in my life. I thank the Lord for, for knocking on the door of my heart. I thank the Lord for just arranging this, this crazy chessboard where this person came into my life and that person came into my life. And how did this happen? It didn't make sense, but it all did at the end of the day. I thank him for all of that. And through that, I find peace. You know, our living hope is, is anchored in the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. That's the past. If we want to recount those blessings, let's go back to that. Jesus rose from the dead. And it continues in the present. Jesus is alive. And it endures throughout the future. A future. Jesus promises eternal life, resurrection life. And we can now live without despair as we encounter suffering and trials in this present life. We do not give up. As I just read from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day. If you go back to 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 4, our living hope is an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for us. Oh, those are powerful words. It's not hope of this world. It's not the lucky charm. It's not the rabbit's foot. It's not just the rolling of the dice. Our hope keeps us going through whatever this life may throw at us. We live in a fallen world, friends. There is poverty. There is disease. There is hunger. There is injustice. There is racism. There is disaster. There is war. There is terrorism. But guess what? Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the living hope. And the Bible tells us this, Ephesians 2.12, those that don't have Jesus don't have hope. Those who have fallen away from him, they don't have hope. 
believers, followers, authentic Christians are blessed with real and substantial hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This changes everything. It changes our thoughts, words, actions. We were once dead in our sins. And now, now we live with what? The hope of our own personal resurrection. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. This is solid and secure. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. Oh, God, thank you for all the things you did prior to us coming to know you. It could have been a relative. It could have been a friend. It could have been just a wild situation where you arranged the pieces on the chessboard and, and you met this person who met this person and shared Jesus with you and, and boom, all of a sudden you were a Christian. I don't know the situation. I just know in my life, I look at how the chessboard was arranged and I think, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Oh, thank you, Lord. I just go back in my life and I thank you for uh, putting me in that, in that fraternity room known as the beer garden. Oh, my parents must have had a fit thinking that I was living in the beer garden. And, and there were my roommates, Jimmy, who was just a, a, a crazy, fun, wild guy, not a believer. And isn't it interesting that Jimmy introduces me to this girl who I was, I was, I was timid. I was, I was afraid to ask her out on a date. And Jimmy introduces me to this girl who happens to be a Christian. And she saw the insecurities of my life. And she introduces me, a Jewish guy, to Jesus. And oh, isn't it interesting, all those years later, Lord, when, when Jimmy comes to my house decades later and says, hey, can I tell you something? I know Jesus. Ah, Lord, that's, that's you. That's the living hope we have. You give life and life abundant and life and life eternal. Thank you, Lord, for saving us. Thank you, Lord, for, for giving us that living hope. Thank you, Lord, for life and life abundant, life and life eternal. Lord, I pray for this nation. I pray for this nation that there will just be a revival that hits this nation, God. That people will come back to basics. That Christians will be stop being concerned with pleasing man and get back to pleasing you by by living a life of obedience to your word, your time-tested word. Thank you, Father. Please have mercy on this nation. May many, 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 many friends, relatives, neighbors come to know you. And Lord, whatever part we can have in that, we're open to it. In the name of Jesus, amen. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman. More on me at briansussman.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.